Welcome back to the Christian Chemist Podcast. I'm your host Tiffany and on this podcast I share my Christian journey from an analytical perspective. I think that I am naturally very analytical. I overthink, I plan, I'm in my head a lot and that's probably why it was easy for me to study chemistry and I think that doing a lot of reflection and introspection and meditation on God and his word is very important and I hope that what I'm about to share with you would be helpful at least to help you do the same so for the past couple of weeks I wanted to record this episode but a lot of things were happening in church and after every event I would call it I was like okay I want to talk about this but then something else would come up and then I'd be like you know what let me wait until it's finished let me see how I'm feeling because as each event passed my feelings kind of change especially from the first one to the third one so there were about I would call them events three events that took place from March into April and that's why you haven't seen a lot of podcast episodes because I was doing a lot of work in church like in service to God right and it was more than I've ever done ever (laughs) so it was not something I was accustomed to some of it was a little bit like physically draining which is fine but it's just something I wasn't accustomed to and therefore me keeping up with recording the episodes kind of took a back burner and also I was like collecting you know my experience that I want to share with you today so the first event was the youth week of prayer and that was sometime in March and what had happened was and now mind you everything would be like you know in hindsight 2020 but in the moment I was very frustrated and I felt like a lot of information wasn't being shared as to the reasoning behind some of the things that were happening and I am the type of person that I definitely need explanation because you can't just come hot and sweaty and you know want me to just you know act or react any moment i'm also not that type of person like i need you know things to be planned in advance ahead of schedule like you can't come to me and expect me to just do things at the drop of a hat any spur of the moment that really does not bode well with my personality and also with the fact that i still feel and i still am very young in my christian journey um I've only been baptized into the Seventh-day Adventist Church in 2019. That's roughly about three years now. And there are certain things that I feel as though I am probably not ready to do that I was called to do 
that particular week right without any type of you know lead up or training or significant amount of like bible study and and stuff like that it's it felt like i was getting the treatment of i grew up in the church so i know what it is when i did not grow up in the seventh day adventist church and i was not going to church significantly for a significantly long period for it to be like oh well you, you went to church for like five years before i got baptized so you know what it is no i literally went to church for probably like five months before i got baptized right it's it's not the same and so what had happened was for the adventist youth week of prayer there was a program that another zone or i think i can't remember if it was the zone or the conference but another group was going to put on the adventist youth week of prayer have everything um everything was organized and scheduled so therefore none of the individual local churches had to put together their own program because we were all going to tune in to the program that the other group was going to do right so nobody prepared their own thing because we were just going to tune in to what was already scheduled and what had happened was that they did not tell us until i asked right was that there was some sort of technical difficulty it was either technical difficulty together with time zones where we could not effectively tune in to that program and therefore now we had to plan our own program which was starting on a sabbath right and the thursday before the sabbath is when i am getting this call because they elected me as the ay coordinator so now i'm i'm getting a call from the elder telling me that we need to plan to pick up sabbath like the entire program of sabbath so sabbath school and divine hour and everything two days before and i cannot even put into words how much that frustrated me i felt blindsided i felt like i felt very i felt angry i'm not gonna lie i felt angry because how could you drop this on me and this is not like a wednesday night service or a sunday night service this is like sabbath right this is where everybody does come to church everybody's expecting a certain level of you know delivery right and i'm like the thing that made me even more angry was that he was not explaining why this is happening he was just like pastor say we have to pick it up because it is youth week and therefore the youth have to pick it up and i'm just like okay so if it is is i have to must to need to why are we now hearing about this two days before and i guess he didn't want to waste time going into the particulars and he just wanted to focus on let's get this done now the type of person that i am i'm also very introverted and i am not like one of those people like making a whole heap of friends i really just keep to myself and also there's an age gap so i am 30 now and i'm not going to necessarily have close friendships with people who are 
18, 19, you know, early 20s. It's almost a decade apart and it's just not, I'm not saying that I can't, but does it really make sense? Is that really how those things work? Not really, right? And the, um, the amount of things that I went through in my life, in my 20s, made me even more mature to the point where I would relate more to people who are older, who would have went through similar things than to a person much younger than me. So suffice to say, that means I'm not really in close friendship with the majority of the rest of AY. And because I have a young looking face, <laughs> that kind of gets me into the position of it being difficult, of people just respecting me and especially if i'm put into a position of authority as they did it's still very difficult for people to respect me because they don't see me as their elder like almost at least eight years older than them they just see me as like their peer and because i'm not very assertive i don't have that natural leading capability it's just way more difficult for me which is why i was very hesitant to take the role in the first place and i know this about myself but they seem to think that oh i'm just probably being insecure and i need you know encouragement that yeah i could lead no i know that's how god sets up my life i'm not a natural leader very much better in a supportive position and this what happened was just testament to that fact i literally made a group chat on whatsapp so that i didn't have to message people individually or call people individually i could just talk to them within the group right and i added everybody i messaged in the group nobody responded and there's one particular person I would message, he would never respond, right? The only person who responded is somebody who doesn't even come to church as frequently, so I don't even see as frequently. And she was the only person who actually responded to me, which was like confusing because I was like, she responded to me, I don't even see her that often. The other three guys that I see, one of them never responds, the other responds, you know, about half the time and it was like this is what i'm talking about like i can't even get people to respond to my messages and how am i supposed to to lead or organize anything so the elder had to end up like organizing the bulk of the stuff and he was able to get people to do things because of course he has that respect already and it was so frustrating and i told her about it i said i don't think we'll be able to pull this off because you know it's it's too close of a, a time constraint and it's like you know it's difficult to get people to do things they're not comfortable they don't feel fully prepared it's a rush thing and we don't usually do something to this level right and it was like you know it was really it was really frustrating and i 
I really didn't I, I didn't like it I didn't like the experience and I felt like things were going to fall apart I felt like things were going to fail I was very anxious and doing things in that way like really threw me off so sad what happened we did the program and what ended up happening is that they just played a sermon because they also expected us to do the sermon which to me was like ridiculous right so they ended up playing a sermon after i i messaged ella and say i don't think we'll be able to pull this off like this is not like this is not happening if no older person is going to step in and do anything or like this is it's not happening right so that's how come we ended up just playing a sermon then i thought this was a sabbath thing right the sabbath evening now so mind you the first inkling that we had to pick up sabbath service was the thursday before sabbath evening i am hearing from the elder we need to pick up sunday night and i'm just like what what is happening and it was at this point that i had to ask him i'm like what is happening what is going on why why are we rushing to do things what like this isn't you know this isn't fair right and that's when he explained about you know this was supposed to be something that we were just tuning in for and we need to pick up these services and the other churches um volunteered themselves to take up wednesday and friday and left sunday for laramie for us right and so now we're trying to again plan stuff and they had they had like a open end evening so i talked to the elder and the other two people who who were doing who were, who are you know in ay and who would do stuff right so and i think it was at that point where i told them i said yeah i I made a group. I messaged in a group. Nobody responded, right? So I'm letting the elder know that I am not really getting a lot of cooperation, right? And I explained to him why, because this is just how my life is. People don't respect me. People don't listen to me. And you should not have put me in a leadership role because I already knew this. Y'all don't. Y'all like presume to know me and what I'm capable of, but I know myself. I living with myself for like three decades right so there's an it's another rush thing i thought we were picking up wednesday because the thursday before he was saying that we would pick up wednesday now all of a sudden on saturday we picking up sunday and i was i was saying that okay i would read the sermon part because they had like this booklet for the week of prayer and to help the young people with delivering the sermon part of it right so because it was wednesday i felt like i had enough time that's almost a week in advance to like prepare so that kind of put me in a bad position because he was like um well and you say you was going to take up wednesday so you will take up sunday so now my anxiety is back at an all-time high i'm frustrated and i'm angry i do not do well with like 
you know public speaking live presentations so because i've already experienced in making like pre-recorded videos and editing i decided okay i'm just going to do the sermon i pre-recorded edited upload it to youtube yes do all that sunday so sunday i decided okay my whole day is just going to be doing that whatever else i had planned forget that I'm going to record the sermon, edit it, upload it. And I already had plans that I was going to be by one of my friends. And so I had to do all that there because, of course, you know, you're doing work for God. You're already committed and whatever your plans was, forget that, right? So I still went by my friend, but I did all of that. And again, I was doing the best that I could knowing what i am capable of and knowing that i don't have a computer so it would have been better for me to do all this because in in the case of anything happening all i had was this device right so i told i told the elder what i was doing i said i'm recording it and i'm uploading it to youtube so you all could just play it in case of anything happen he is like okay because this was like what two or three hours before the service supposed to start and he was like okay but do you have this stuff so that you could just do it live in case of anything and in my mind i'm like the whole reason why i'm pre-recording this is so that i won't be fumbling and so anxious trying to do this live that's the whole point of me pre-recording it editing out my mistakes and having it there for better delivery that's the whole point and it helps me you know calm my nerves right because even when it is and then he was like also um you sure you're going to have enough time because uploading stuff to youtube does take a lot of time and i was just like in my mind i was like no it doesn't <laughs> you know and i've uploaded multiple videos to youtube before i know how long it takes it's not going to take that long and he's like oh you have fast internet and i was just like yeah but it's not only just the fast internet it's also the type of video you're uploading if you're uploading anything that has like you know things that they need to process as in if you use any copyrighted material so those things take longer because it's looking to your video to see if they need to copyright strike it all right or copyright claim it but if it's just me talking, that's not going to take long because there's nothing there for them to like, you know, to process, right? So I was right. It didn't take that long. It was it was ready and uploaded like a whole half an hour, 45 minutes before. And I sent the link just in case I wasn't able to play it from on my end. I sent the link to the other people who are in their place and have a computer, right? I don't have a good functioning computer. It's a really old computer. And so that's what I did, right? In order to help with my news. So that happened um, the whole time that my pre-recorded sermon was playing. My heart was racing. My head was in my hands. I was very, very nervous and I wasn't even speaking. So I can't even imagine if I was trying to do this live, right? Fast forward now, I think it was the Tuesday. 
afterwards i am now also now hearing that we need to pick up sabbath service again so i was like when would this end when would this end well it was going to end on sabbath right and i was so nervous so the girl who i was the only one who like was responding to me during this whole thing she was the one who picked up this the sermon on the last sabbath and she she did very well and um the, the rest of us kind of picked up the sabbath school and all i did was be kind of like the host of sabbath school um i think it's called i'm a superintendent or but i was the one who was like introducing everybody making sure everything flew you know doing the welcome the prayer and then i would say okay this person's going to do scripture reading this person going to do mission story and so forth i was kind of like just like emceeing the entirety of the sabbath school and then another person was emceeing the divine hour right i was so nervous that at some point i went up there and i was talking and i didn't even take my mask off i was talking with my mask on this is to tell you how nervous <laughs> how nervous i was and i did feel a little bit better because the person who's usually do sabbath school the head of sabbath school like helped me like plan it with the structure and stuff like that right but i was still so nervous like those eight things was happening and when i get and i get very nervous and anxious before something i just get like diarrhea and stuff like that's how it is be and i doesn't know how to like like because i'm not like a very forward person so it's like when i say like you know certain things like i don't feel comfortable doing or i don't really want to do it's not because like i just you know being lazy or being like i don't want to do anything it's like i know how it gets me and doing those type of things is not my strength it's not my strength and i don't know why they're trying to force these things but i got an inkling when one of the other members in church who has a son who is part of the the adventist youth and she was saying you know you all did so good and before i was like um concerned about the future of the church but now i know it's in good hands and i'm just like you all don't even know <laughs> don't even know how disjointed and how it was put together like i am kind of like still the outsider so i am not i'm t- i don't i don't think i was the person to lead that because everybody else they these three guys work together well and like me and the next girl is kind of on the outside but i even more on the outside because at least the next girl is more around their age right so i don't know about that in terms of it working together but it made me very concerned because another member the one who is the head of sabbath school she said something similar and she was saying how it will just be just like how it is now with the same five people doing everything 
and that made me have one of those things where you have a glimpse into the future and you're just seeing yourself stressed and overworked and overburdened and that's not how you should be in service to God. You should not be having all these multiple rules and feel this pressure as though if you decide, you know, you want to take a break, you can't because you're feeling that pressure that everything on that you were responsible for would fall apart because there's nobody else to fill that role. And what we should be focusing on is not that it have these five people here so that the same thing that all they're going through now um, as the more senior people in church you're going to put that same thing on the junior people which is which is not fair what we should be doing is trying to reclaim the the young people that no longer frequently come to church to build back up the membership so that it would have an even spread of people being able to do service for god right that make more sense there's no reason as to why somebody should have three four five roles and uh, you know five positions that that's not how it should be i think you should have two maximum three is pushing it right so that kind of like made me see that okay no we can't we cannot let let this continue we need to be focusing on growing the membership and keeping the membership and reclaiming the lost members that's what we need to be doing and training people because i said i i alluded to that when it had a sabbath school meeting and i was telling them you know my suggestion is that we train you you want other people to be teachers you need to train other members to be teachers and she just immediately jumped to the same people who's always be there and then i had to to jump back in and say you know um i didn't mean that you choose from these people i'm talking about like other members who don't that are not have any positions you know it's just like oh just keep throwing at, at the same set of people that's that's not healthy in my opinion so that was the first event and that one i think was the one where i had a lot of anger a lot of frustration and a lot of negative feelings about however when it was over i felt like you know it wasn't as bad it it turned out not as bad as i felt like while i was in it right and that is the thing that started to change my perspective just a little bit just a little bit right the second event was the crusade so our pastor had a crusade in our local church larmin and it was every night for about two weeks right that was like the ending of march into the beginning of april and then because the bible workers wanted some more time for more people to get baptized to work with them they added an extra week but the extra week was only sunday wednesday and friday and then apparently it was the sabbath after friday but i didn't i didn't know that because nobody told me 
right? So, I was called to be usher and and or the person like registering people at the, at the entrance. So, I chose to be usher because I didn't want to be writing and registering people. So, what ended up happening was that because I don't usually have my own transport or my own car the person who was like the head of the ushers she would come and pick me up and take me to church like a whole 45 minutes before right so and most of the time as an usher I would be standing so eventually um it started to take like just a little bit of toll on me physically like I was you know I was a bit more tired um because I work full-time during the day and then it's like a rushing home to then go and usher any night so what I did was that I chose specific days I didn't choose Friday night I didn't choose Monday or Sunday and as a for a particular reason, I usually fall asleep between seven and eight, and that is literally the time during which they were having service. So what I had to do was give myself three days before before the crusade start. So my first night of ushering, I put as Tuesday, so that I gave myself three days to be able to kind of fix my internal clock so that I won't be falling asleep during the crusade, right? So that I'll be able to usher. And um, again, you know, I did that because I'm thinking in advance after plan stuff. But she was looking at me, you know, when they were now having the, the meeting for the ushers. She was looking at me like, you know, so that was a Sabbath. And then looking at me to come the next day sunday and i'm like no right because i know i would fall asleep so i'm not going to volunteer myself when i had to be fighting sleep ushering during a crusade so i told her tuesday wednesday thursday and then i just kept those days for the next week and she put me for sabbath so when i thought i would just be working three days i was working four days right so if I work in four days, how should I be feeling any type of way of not working every single day? Like, I think four is more than enough, right? So, what had happened was the, f- the third week where they wanted to go an extra, she, she said, oh, well, I'm keeping it open because people only volunteer for two weeks so she told the ushers um if it could come come but you know nobody holding it against you and this the second sabbath which would have been the last in the crusade she was telling me how she didn't call anybody to come sunday so i say okay fine come pick me up i will work the sunday and then i'll work the wednesday the wednesday night now i'm asking her two questions um is anybody going to come friday and also is this last sabbath 
going to be like a crusade day or is it just going to be like normal she say everybody asking her that when it is she knows she'll let me know i don't know when she found out but nobody told me so we usually have service on sabbath 10 a.m to 12 right so i came for 10 on the dot i also did not dress as though i'm an usher and then i'm seeing people in their usher outfits and i'm seeing that they all well they sent a message in the church chat that service starting quarter to but it was already too late for me because i already wasn't getting ready in time to reach 15 minutes earlier right so i reached the same 10 o'clock and by the time i see that i would have been late if i if if it is had to go and like iron something white and then i didn't have a black skirt anyway because it's wearing white and black so i still wouldn't have been in full uniform so i say you know what nobody informed me i only realized that that was happening the same day probably just an hour before there's no way right so as the first thing i was saying when i came in church i was like nobody tell me that they was having um chrissy the whatever i said that's why because it's an hour late well i said but nobody told me so i come for 10 right and now i'm like rushing because i'm supposed to do the mission story so good thing they was only singing for the first 15 minutes so as soon as i reached at 10 o'clock they were now starting sabbath school and therefore i wasn't totally late right so i did the mission story and it was not like as nerve-wracking or i was still anxious because it's public speaking but it wasn't as nerve-wracking because me just standing there reading something that is still something that was like pre-planned so i could go up there and just read something forbidden but if it's like i have to talk off the top of my head with like and just have some talking points that's recipe for disaster right so i went up i did that it was okay then um during the week so during the last week of crusade which was like the impromptu crusade the prayer coordinator asked me if i could pick up one of the morning prayer sessions they have prayer sessions every morning 5 a.m to 6 a.m and apparently our church our local church had to pick up two weeks from the 17th of april up until you know whatever two weeks is from there and so i said last two weeks in april and she asked me and i said okay since i was going to work i say right i will do um one of the days as a holiday so easter monday which was the 18th i said okay i will do the 18th she told me what the theme is and i told her I will log in and see the structure. I never got a chance to log in and see the structure, but I did go to some of them like before. So I said, don't worry about that. And also my friend who is Seventh-day Adventist, who grew up Seventh-day Adventist, I was like, you're going to just help me plan this? And he did. He helped me plan it. He gave me what to read and, and all of that, right? So again, it was asked in advance. I knew 
this is something I had to do. I already made a plan to plan with my SDA friend. So it wa- I was not um, as perturbed in doing this particular thing, right? So that ended up being the Sunday after, well, the Sunday, the 17th, right? Um, after the crusade. So the Wednesday before that prayer, right session was to happen that's when i went to church and then she was telling me the elder are going to take up monday so then i was like i thought i was taking up monday and then she said oh well you could take up the sunday so at this point in time i didn't plan anything i didn't ask anybody to like sing or do anything for the monday so it's a good thing that i was kind of stalling because now I would have planned for a day that is no longer when I supposed to do it, right? So the Friday now is when I was like, so that's Good Friday, so it's a holiday. So that's when I was asking people to do things. Um, I tried to get the young people. Well, when I say young people my age who don't really come to church so much anymore to try and do something, I get blank, but I will always continue asking them. And then I decided, okay, I have to ask the people who does usually just be there in the prayer group, right? So I did that and I planned this stuff with the help of my, my friend. I was getting a little, I think I was getting a little bit tizzy and a little bit, you know, thing about that because he was like, you know, well, just do it this way or just part and i'm like no you need to tell me how to do it step by step right you need to lay it out because i don't know the structure and this church is very heavily into structure so you need to tell me what the structure is and then plan it accordingly right i can't just be winging it because that would be problematic and i knew that because the, the morning that I had to do it, um, I ended up, it ended up having like 10 more minutes to 6 o'clock and one of the, one of the people came on into the microphone because it's on Zoom and was like, there's 10 more minutes and then I had to say yes, now if anybody wants to share some testimonies, you know, to take up the time and I was just like, this is what I was trying to tell my friend, like, it's going to be an issue if I don't do things a particular way and I don't keep the time exactly and you know things that like you know stress me out personally so again I was anxious the night before having to get up at 5am to do this I kid you not I went to sleep as I usually do sometime between 7 and 8. Now, my best friend, she needed, she was asking me for something to be printed for her. And I told her, email to me, I'll email to my sister who will get it printed by her friend, right? Because our printer didn't have enough ink. And she took long to do it by the time i was asleep and then i guess because i remembered that 
it kind of wake me up out of my REM sleep. So if I went to sleep like around 7 or 8, I got up minutes to 11 and I saw the message saying, you know, she sent it, if I get it, stuff like that. And then I sent it to my sister. She was already asleep and she's saying, well, let her come in the morning to pick it up, right? So I say, okay. So then it's all this back and forth of me I'm a friend, I'm a sister, all this messaging in between. So that made me um, go back to sleep sometime before midnight. And then I got up and it was too early. I got up like after 1 or after 12. And so I was watching some videos and then I was like, okay, let me try and go back to sleep because I don't want to be too tired when I have to do this thing. And I, and I was so restless of sleeping because knowing that I need to be up to do this thing. And I was getting up like every hour. So I was getting up sometime around 2, then I get up sometime around 3, and then I got up sometime around 4. And at that point in time when I got up around 4, I should have stayed awake because I went back to sleep. And I kid you not... I know for a fact God wake me up because the way that I shoot up out of the bed in the morning, seven minutes past five o'clock, right? I already knew that I was late. I did check my phone and I saw it was seven minutes past five. I I was already in, in my dress, asleep in the dress, right? I put on a shawl like to cover my arms because it was like a strap dress i set up my ipad right on a tripod and now i am scrolling through my phone to find the zoom id to put in the numbers right so as soon as i got into position to do that which was probably a few minutes the lady was singing the last song and then she started to introduce me right so because i was so flustered because i was late i was i was going too fast so what happened is i did like the welcome the prayer i did my own scripture reading and i went into like the devotional reading from um and by the time i was doing the devotional readings I started to slow myself down because I realized I was going too fast. And if I went too fast, then the people who had to pray, right? If they didn't like do these long-winded prayers, then it would finish way too soon and that would have been an issue. So only like 25% way into the devotional reading, I started to like slow myself down and talk, you know, with a slower pace. But I still finished like 20 past 5, which means it had 40 minutes for people to pray. And I only asked two people to pray. So what I did was, I mean, I only asked two people to pray from before. So I looked on the on the chat to see who was there. And I asked an additional person to pray. And when the three people finished praying, it was, like I said before, 10 minutes again and that's when I decided to let people you know 
share testimonies because the whole time they were praying i was asking Lord, okay what to do to take up your time what else can i do should i share personal testimony should i ask other people to share personal testimonies and then he impressed on my heart to let other people share their testimonies so that took up your time and we actually finished a little while after six and and that was it and at this point after doing these three events of like doing things and service for god and stuff i want to say that yes things cause me anxiety cause me frustration sometimes cause me a little bit of anger but with each passing event i felt more and more like it wasn't as big of an issue as i was making it out to be and in between this whole experience over these like past couple of weeks something that pastor said and it really brings this whole thing together and sums up what i've been feeling and what i've realized as to why it's not that big of a issue as i'm making it out to be and what he said was that you know everybody who feels a certain type of way feel like they're not equipped to do things for god know that god will not call you into failure and when he said that that resonated so much with me because that's exactly how i feel like i i've been feeling like i'm not equipped to go up there and you know deliver a sermon like read it out i don't feel equipped to go and do any type of presentation to plan any type of like service i don't feel equipped to do any of those things and none of it has been a failure so after it's done even with all the mixed feelings that i had about it it didn't fail so that's something i want to remember when it is i have to do anything or i'm called to do anything to kind of calm uh, on the negative feelings that seem to pop up when that happens and something that i wanted to share with you all so through all of those things and of all the things that i was feeling now i feel much better knowing that when god calls me to do something he wouldn't call me into failure so i don't need to be as concerned as i have been in the past and that things will work out so yeah that's it's probably a very long <laughs> it's probably a very long-winded like experience but i think it's very important because i know a lot of other people are either going through these type of things or facing these type of things so just remember that when you're doing something for the lord it will work out so he'll make sure that it works out okay so you'll hear from me in my next podcast episode and i will try to be a bit more consistent with these episodes remember you can talk to me on twitter and facebook i also have a pinterest and a linkedin page so i look forward to hearing from you 
and connecting with you. Until next time.